A blessed evening out there. Welcome to the Potter's Gate online broadcast. My name is Isaac Phillips Akintola. You are welcome to Zadok Kingdom Academy. Well, tonight, by God's grace, we are starting a bit early because I wasn't sure of um, the status of the electricity. Uh, we are suffering issues of electricity here in South Africa. The power supply has been very erratic, so I'm not sure if the light was going to go for eight, but I decided, okay, why don't we just start a bit early this uh, uh, evening so we can see how far the Lord, amen, will push us, will lead us, even as we continue to unravel the concept of the ministry of the prophetic and what it means to walk, amen, in the spirit of the prophetic Wherever you are tonight, I want to welcome you. I want to believe God tonight that we will have another wonderful time in the presence of God. What a time we had yesterday. What a, what a, what a moment, what an impartation, what a release of the Spirit. And of course, this morning, I tried to kind of do a recap of some of the things that you know we looked at yesterday because i felt some of the things the spirit of god revealed to us yesterday were just so profound that we need to go back to them again and kind of rehearse them and allow these things to amen to help us to have a broader and of course a more clearer uh, uh, understanding regarding the nature of the season that we live in of course the reason why we are doing this teaching as we have always mentioned is important that we you know remind ourselves again <clears throat> excuse me it's important that we remind ourselves again of why we are doing this teaching why we are having this uh, training of course we want to have a church that is mature that is I mean, well informed that is well you know uh, uh, prepared in terms of engaging amen the nature of the days that we live in but more so amen preparing a church that will finally make all things ready amen for christ's return we believe god that if the church amen those that are positioned in the aim of leadership are doing what they are called to do and everyone is functioning within the operational you know are, are calling and you know and realities of their ministry that we will we will get the job amen faster done and of course amen all of the things that we need to do in terms of of preparing ourselves and aligning to the intentions of God will be fast track. So I'm believing God, amen, that what we are doing will add, you know, a, a perspective, direction, insight, and of course, grace and, and, and wisdom to who we are as the church, as the body of Christ, and, and, and of course, as the saints, so that the things of God, amen, can continue to find expression in the earth more than ever before amen god is raising a relevant church amen a relevant priesthood a priesthood that is all-rounded that is informed reformed a priesthood that is well positioned a priesthood that understand amen the nature of the days and therefore amen is able to reflect the counsels of god amen like the sons of issachar and many others all right that we have you know talked about and we have looked at in the scripture I, I i like a concept that i'm you know as i'm talking now it, it came that that scripture comes to mind and that scripture kind of defined to us what the prophetic is all about let me see if i can quickly you know I, I trace that scripture but before i go into that i want us to 
look back to some of the things that we we talked about yesterday before we delve into what the lord will have in a uh, in stock for us for today Ephesians uh, 1 yesterday we were looking at something about the eyes of our heart the eyes of our heart I felt that was a powerful expression all right in, in in understanding the nature of our spirit man and of course how to function because how to function amen in in our spirituality in our Christian life amen deals with us being orientated in relating to amen our prophetic spirit our prophetic nature I said everyone that that is born of God by default, amen, are prophetic. Thank you, uh, my dear sister Priscilla. Thank you for joining this evening. Really appreciate it. I hope you are learning. I hope you're growing. I hope you are being imparted by the things, amen, that we are talking about, okay, because these these things, I believe, amen, anyone that really gets to connect to what we're talking about will be enhanced, will grow, will develop, will mature, and of course, will be able to, you know, enter into the scope of fulfilling the intentions of God for their life. I believe that, you know, this teachings will lay not just the foundation for you know one spiritual acceleration or maturity but also you know put if you will put in line amen the the the, the, the spiritual framework that we need in order to be able to know how to amen function within the scope amen of our ministry and calling and of course even identifying our purpose all right there are many teachings that you know we hear in the church that are important but are not aligning amen to you know certain spiritual connectivity right if certain you know spiritual foundation and understanding are well laid in our life other things will follow suit it's like saying people saying they want to know their purpose in life i always tell people before you you know seeking to want to know your purpose why don't you first of all begin to amen give your life to amen to the place of worship and devotion as simple as that may sound amen yet it's one of the most important thing because it's in the place of our worship is in the place of our devotion is in the place amen of prayer i mean praying the heart of god praying the mind of god praying the kingdom of god to come into your life that god begins to reveal to you amen its intention you will understand that amen when you really want to know people and you really want to know what is in their heart all right or even when they think about you you have to first of all develop a relationship all right you know with with with, with them yes the more you develop closeness the more people will share their heart with you the bible says the secret of the lord is with them that fear him <clears throat> excuse me the secret of the lord is with them that fear him as simple as that uh, you know sc- uh, statement may be yet is one of the most challenging and the most difficult amen scripture for us to understand the secret of the lord amen is with them that fear him i mean god was revealing amen his heart to you know to you know to those that are close to him you understand jesus was revealing in fact at, at some point jesus said to you know to his disciple he said henceforth i call you no more servants but friends you don't hide your secret amen from from you know from from your from your friends you hide them from your servants because servants basically just you know do your bidding but if you want people who will who will you know who will understand your heart who will understand your intentions your desire your purposes you share those things with those amen who have your interests at heart who are connected to you and that's basically what god is looking for if we will begin to amen uh, uh, refocus and repurpose amen our connection to god and to the things of God, we will realize that it becomes very easy to identify our purpose. It's not that difficult to know what you have been sent to do. First of all, give your heart, give your life, offer yourself to God, amen, in the place of, you know, uh, 
absolute worship. Absolute worship. Absolute worship de- demands absolute surrender. When we begin to do that, you will be you'll be realizing that so- you are picking certain things. The Lord is speaking to you. Yes. Let me quickly read the scripture we read it yesterday. Then I'll go to another scripture. Have you noticed that we use scripture? I use scripture, Amen, to back everything that we're talking about because scripture speaks. Scripture is the highest level of spiritual authority that allow us to know, Amen, the intentions of God, the heart of God, the mind of God, the will of God. Of course, like we said, we are raising a Christ-centered, kingdom-driven, amen, order of, of men and women who will manifest, amen, uh, 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 their calling, their, their purpose in life through their faithfulness, amen, to the things of God, to the house of God, amen. Yes, the prophetic objective of God for our life is first is, is that we first, amen, connect to the, the priesthood, connect to the intentions of God, connect to the desires of God, hallelujah. From there, God begins to Remember that ministry are assigned to carry out an objective. The prophetic is a ministry. In other words, it's a service. All right? But before a service, we need to first of all have a heart of God, know the heart of God. Amen. We, we must have amen, a heart that is pulsating, that is yearning after God. And I think that aspect really has been downplayed by the church, but we are restoring that order. All right. When the presence of God, amen, is restored back into our life, it's easy for us to begin to walk in. You know, many a times when we talk about the issues of the presence of God, devotion, worship, we always see that as, you know, you know, a, a passive, you know, a, a service. Well, we, we, are, we will do it. But what does that got to do with me discovering God's purpose? What has that got to do with me finding, amen, you know, my ministry of being able to function the prophetic? Oh, it's got a lot to do. At least I'm speaking from my own experience and of course my experience is aligned to what you know is in the word of god in fact many of the things that you know i'd imbibe accepted you know being the prophetic or being the pathway to discovering and understanding or walking in the prophetic i realized we're not just they're not doing it for me they're not you know really speaking into what my heart was longing for until i began to study scripture and realize wait a minute something is wrong there's a mismatch somewhere all right so i decided to go back and began to follow the pattern and as i followed the pattern i realized wait a minute I'm right and they're wrong all right so Paul said amen in Ephesians chapter 1 we began to read from verse uh, from verse 15 yesterday and we kind of you know zero zero in on uh, chapter uh, excuse me verse 18 let me read it again because I really want to kind of you know build on the things that we spoke about yesterday yesterday we talked about the eyes of our heart the eyes of our spirit man because we can't talk about the prophetic if we don't understand amen you know the the, the nature the character nature of the prophetic there are People who are talking about the prophetic office, the prophetic ministry, who do not understand, amen, prophetic nature. And there's something, amen, about the prophetic, amen, that 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 has a nature, that has a philosophy, amen, a pattern of thinking, an ideology, amen, an ideology that is established, amen, within the mind of Christ. Bible says, let, the, let this mind be in you, amen, as it was found in Christ. When we have the mind of Christ, amen, it becomes very easy for us, amen, to begin to understand the intentions of God. 
to understand the intentions of God, but not just to understand the intentions of God, but to also understand how to relate and connect, amen, and carry out such intention. So Paul said, amen, to the church, he says, for this reason, ever since I heard about your faith, amen, about your faith in the Lord Jesus, amen, about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for the people of God. So very important, faith in Jesus Christ and love for the people of God. Two very powerful, amen, you know, foundations or materials that we need in the in the building of our spiritual foundation. Faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, amen, and love for the people of God. So the efficient church, they have this too, but this too is not enough, amen. We're, we're going somewhere, we're heading somewhere, we're di- trying to discover something. Ever since I heard of, amen, I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love for the people of God, Paul said, I have not stopped, amen, praying have not stopped giving thanks for you remembering you in my prayers asking this is what paul was engaging in his prayer regarding the community of the ecclesia in ephesus all right it says i i I have continued to ask that the god of our lord jesus christ the glorious father may give to you the spirit of wisdom we know that wisdom amen is the ability to know what to do wisdom is the ability to know the material hallelujah to use amen wisdom is the ability to understand the pathway to know how to build amen wisdom basically you know put things together that you have understood you have understood wisdom amen is the is the character is that dimension of a life that allow you to put things in such a way that it becomes manifest in the natural realm and to me wisdom is very important because wisdom amen is the instrument that god uses to build his intention so we cannot even begin to talk about the prophetic if we're not seated if the spirit of wisdom is not where seated in our life and this wisdom that we're talking about amen is a spirit and this spirit is not of the earth there is a wisdom that comes from the earth there's a wisdom that comes from above and the bible says the first nature of this wisdom is purity amen james told us that amen the wisdom that comes from above is pure yes and is is humble all right let's let's go on all right so paul is asking for the spirit amen of wisdom and revelation can you see that it goes hand in hand so wisdom is not standing alone but revelation is accomplishing accomplishing this wisdom if you will amen if i if if, if i want to take it to that point where we understand amen uh, uh the, the 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 prophetic as a building tool or as an instrument in the function in the development of the body of christ you want to say amen what paul was asking for all right in terms of you know a, a ministry is is that the the efficient church amen will have wisdom amen as a signal train to an apostolic mandate amen and of course uh revelation amen as a signal train amen of the prophetic intentions of god in other words these two are very important if we're gonna build what is called the ecclesia and remember that the prophetic amen is a function of the ecclesia i like that the prophetic amen is the function of the ecclesia let me repeat that again the prophetic amen is a function of the ecclesia ecclesia just like the apostolic you know office or ministry is the function of the ecclesia the ecclesia is bigger than the prophetic the ecclesia is bigger than the apostolic the ecclesia is bigger than the you know the pastoria amen the ecclesia is bigger and wider amen than the evangelistic or the teaching ministry amen but all of the fivefold ascended ministry when you put them together amen as a as a united force amen they become the 
narrow head of what you would define as the ecclesia. The ecclesia basically are the operations or the administrations, amen, or the administrative spirit, amen, of the government of God. Hallelujah. Amen. The ecclesia are the arrowhead of the of the operational life, the administrative spirit, amen, of the government of God. The government of God is bigger than the ecclesia, but the ecclesia, amen, is the go between or the 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 representative, if you will, the the regents, amen. The ecclesia is the regent of what you call the kingdom of God, amen. The one that the church will cease, but the kingdom of God will never cease because what the church, amen, stand for was to represent is to represent something, all right. So so as 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 the as 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 the church is bigger than the prophetic, amen. The kingdom is bigger than the church. I hope we understand that, all right. So what we what we ought to be focusing on when we talk about ministry give and that's why they call them ascended ministry give they're not of the earth but they function in the earth amen when jesus ascended on high amen you know i used to have this image in my mind it's like amen while he was going to heaven amen between heaven and earth he decided wait a minute i need to i need to release you know myself i need to pour myself into this man amen and men and women who are going to be representing my purpose on earth all right bible said when he ascended on high he gave gifts to men and i always say that the gift amen the the fivefold ministry uh, some people will tell you it's fourfold but the fivefold ministry amen uh can only be operated amen by people that have ascended with christ amen because you know uh, uh, paul made us to understand that we also ascended with him we're seated with him so this ministry basically a foreshadow amen of the heavenly realm of the heavenly church of the heavenly jerusalem amen yes uh you know paul also made us to understand how this church amen came to be according to hebrews you know uh, uh chapter you know chapter 12 is it chapter 12 or chapter 11 now all right let's let, let, let's quickly check that i don't want to you know uh, uh, assume that you know sometimes the scriptures you know them but somehow you just uh, uh, kind of lose them again Let, let's let's quickly look at that because i think this is very important to what we're talking about I, I want us to note and to understand that the fivefold ministry including the prophetic amen are not they are not gifts that are designed by human idea by human wisdom they are not of the earth amen they are of the spirit of christ and therefore amen they're 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 resident in christ hallelujah and if we're seated with christ we should be able to amen operate in this gift as long as he calls those gifts forth out of our life hallelujah let's look at uh, uh, uh um hebrews Yes, Hebrews chapter 12. I'm, I'm right. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 18 says, But you have come to uh you, you but but you have not come to a mountain that can be touched, amen, by by fire, you know, uh and, and darkness and gloom and storm, you know, to a trumpet, amen, that is that is that, that that blast, or to such a voice speaking words that those who heard it beg, amen, that no further words be spoken to them because they could not bear it. Then in verse 22, he said, but you have come, amen, 
to Mount Zion. Mount Zion is not a physical position or dimension in the earth. Amen. This Mount Zion is reflective. It's, 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 it's a typology, amen, of a house, of a dimension of a life, amen, in the heavenly realm. Amen. Christ is seated in the heavens. Amen. If if the prophetic, if the fivefold ministry is of, is of the spirit of Christ, then where do you think the prophetic should be functioning from? Of course, from the realm of Christ. The prophetic does not function outside of Christ. <laughs> That's why they say the testimony, amen, of Christ is the spirit of prophecy. So to understand, amen, the beginning and the end, amen, of the prophetic or the prophetic office or the prophetic ministry, if you will, amen, the prophetic spirit, amen, is to understand the ascended revelation of Jesus. There are two kinds of prophets or there are two kinds of the prophetic. There are, there's a prophetic ministry, amen, that, you know, that function from the first day or from the first dimension of why Christ was on earth, amen. Uh, you looked at the prophetic from the things that Jesus did, amen, from his earthly ministry and that's good amen and all the prophets amen that operated right from the old testament until jesus was born amen right till the day amen he left earth operated from amen uh, uh, that first day dimension but there's a prophetic ministry amen that began to operate from the ascended realm from the as ascension of christ and that's where true ministry or true gift amen function from in other words if you have not known christ amen from his ascended life i'm not talking about the Jesus you know, amen, the Jesus that walked on water, the Jesus that cast out demon, the Jesus that raised the dead, the Jesus that fed the 5,000, the Jesus, amen, that turned water to, you know, to wine, all of those are good, amen, but hey, there's a deeper, there's a higher revelation of Christ, amen, that you begin to know from his ascend, ascension, when he ascended on earth, that's a whole ministry, when you begin to understand the prophetic from the ascended realm, from the uh, revelation of Christ, the ascended revelation of Christ. Ah, then you begin to understand the very intention of the prophetic from the beginning. Many of us, amen, our understanding of the prophetic has been limited, amen, has been benchmarked, amen, to miracles, to, you know, signs and wonders, to earthly material things. And that's why our vision of the things of the spirit, amen, is limited to now, amen, is limited to what is happening, is limited to events, amen. We have to believe God to help us to move away, amen, from, you know, event-driven prophetic, you know, philosophy to, amen, a prophetic office amen that is seated with christ in heavenly places <laughs> when our orientation of the prophetic amen moves to that dimension of a life amen then you will begin to see amen that things the way we look at things the way we see things suddenly changes it changes no matter the war no matter the challenges farming tribulation happening with to you or around you you're not moved not like you're not you're not feeling it you feel it but what you feel no longer motivate amen what you say or how you speak what motivates you amen is where you are seated you're seated with christ excuse me in heavenly places that's very important mm. Are we are we are we are we are we getting something here? This is very important. And this is this is something we have to build. We have to build it. You have to you have to you have to exercise yourself, amen. Uh, to to step out of your mortality, amen. 
Yes, you have to exercise yourself. They say building up yourself on your most holy faith. Remember, faith and love are the foundational realities, amen, of the operation of the ecclesia, according to you know Ephesians chapter one. We just read it, amen. Yes, ever since I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love. When you have faith, amen, in the Lord Jesus Christ, it's so natural that you will have love for the people, for the body of Christ. <laughs> it, it tells me that if there is there is no love among the body, that we really don't have faith in Christ Jesus. Because the two go hand in hand. He said, ever since I heard of your faith, amen, in the Lord Jesus Christ, that faith we have for, for Christ, amen, is translated to love for his body. Ever since I heard of your faith. So let's go back to uh, 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 um, Hebrews. We're trying to understand, amen, our position of operation, amen, as a prophetic people, as the ecclesia, all right, that our position, amen, because this is important, amen, where your orientation to the things of God, amen, will define how you are going to function. Your orientation to the things of the spirit. Your orientation, amen, to the nature of faith. How you understand faith. If your faith is benchmarked, amen, by or a, a faith that is just about, you know, possessing things. Or a, you, you, you claim it, amen. You, you can develop a whole life orientation, a whole life spiritual orientation around the faith, amen, to make things happen, amen, to, to get things, to buy things, amen. Yes, to even move mountains. That's good, but it's not good enough. You can have faith that move mountain, amen. The scriptures still say, if, if you don't, amen, have love, you can be able to do so many things. What we're talking about here is not an ability. We're talking about a position. We're talking about amen, an identity, a location that is not of the earth. Because if all we're talking about is about what we can do, then we will be compromised because there will be people who will be doing things that are bigger than us, that are, you know, would do that would do the things that we have done, and we will be saying it's because I don't have enough faith. And that is because we do not understand, amen, the, 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 the context to which amen, uh, you know, our Lord Jesus Christ defined faith. Here's how they define faith. The Bible says, Amen. Yes. Faith is the substance of the things, hope for the evidence of the things we are not seeing. What, are we, what is it that we are not seeing? How can a faith becomes the evidence of the things we are not seeing? Because we do not live in the realm amen, of what is seen. But what is seen should be amen, the final result of the operation of our faith. And that does not mean that something has to be physical, visible. You have to claim it before amen, you are defined to have faith in the Lord. Yes. Because the Bible says they saw, they saw the city from afar. They didn't enter, but they saw it from afar. They embraced it as if they had entered. The Bible says there is a cloud of witnesses who have not entered, but are waiting for us, cheering us up until we enter. Hallelujah. Is that, is that the philosophy of faith? That is what the Bible teaches. That doesn't mean that, amen, those who have the faith to possess things and to move mountains, amen, you know, have lesser faith. It just means that we need to prioritize, we need to identify, amen, the end product of faith. The end product of faith is that we are able to see things the way our Lord Jesus Christ sees them. Amen. So he said, but you have come to a mountain. 
you will notice that this mountain that they came into this mountain that defines a, 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 a life of the ecclesia remember i'm looking at the context of the prophetic amen from a wide a wide environment of spiritual life yes the 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 the, the, the environment we we live by we develop we operate from amen would define how far we are going to go in the things of the spirit all right but he said he said verse 22 of hebrews 11 says but you have come you have come you have come so there was a journey there's a transition he said but you have come amen to mount zion to an heavenly jerusalem mount zion is the heavenly jerusalem mount zion is a type of a church in in the earthly realm but is a mirror amen of another church called the heavenly jerusalem Then that Jerusalem is called the city of the living God. That's another name given to it. You have come, amen, to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly. That word joyful assembly means in joyful congregation. Another word for that is in joyful ecclesia. In joyful ecclesia. Whenever the people of God gather together, amen, the, the ecclesia is in operation. The ecclesia, amen, is not a religious center. Jesus never defined the ecclesia to be a religious center. The reason why I'm saying this is for us to understand that the context of the prophetic, amen, is, 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 is a gift assigned, amen, to build the ecclesia, but to also, amen, release the ecclesia to function, amen, as, as a government, as an administrator, as, amen, as a, a, you know, as a kingdom, hallelujah, on earth. The, the kingdom of God, amen, is, is manifest, is in operation through, amen, the expression of the ecclesia. But you, you, will, you will agree with me that the ecclesia that we have seen, amen, uh, suddenly do not, excuse me, suddenly do not reflect what the scripture described. What I'm talking about is the structure, how we, how we define the church. It, it, you, you may say, well, is that important? That is important because the wine skin, amen, will define, amen, the functionality, amen, of the wine. You, you cannot separate the wine skin from the wine. You may have the best of wine, amen, you know, pour into an obsolete wine skin, amen. It will still compromise, amen, the authenticity, amen, the pureness of the wine. By the way, I live, amen, in a winery community in Franjouk. I mean, people, the, the, the people here, amen, is all about wine. So you see a lot of about vineyards uh, you you have you one have read the lot you've seen you know the way they take care of vineyards so you begin to understand that when Jesus used this analogy wine skin wine and vineyards that there there are deep revelation deep truth amen embedded in those things that he's talking about until sometimes you see those things physically before you begin to realize oh wait, wait a minute this is what, okay you know he would trim the vineyard all right so i've seen that not everybody can trim the vineyard there are special people who are trained all right some people will tell you that you know they've been doing that for you know for 30 years just trimming amen the vine you know okay now i understand you understand this so the 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 way the wine amen is made amen it matters amen to you know the to, to the kind of taste amen it gives so we, we, we cannot say, well, the structure doesn't matter. We, we, no, no, no. The structure does matter. We, we've got to understand the meaning of the ecclesia. 
ecclesia, amen, so that when we congregate, we congregate indeed as a region, as, as, as an administrator of, of the things of God, amen, as representatives, amen, we, we gather, amen, as, as, as a house of senate, amen, yes, as legislators, amen, enforcing and bringing forth the counsels of God, establishing the will of God, it's in that context that the prophetic, amen, operates, like I said yesterday, it's not the prophetic is not about the ability to know what is coming. It's also it's in fact it's more about amen knowing what to do about what is coming, preparing a people. I mean, we can't be saying we're preparing the church for the coming of Jesus when our mentality is afraid, go hide somewhere. That's not the mindset. That's not the mindset. That has never been the mindset, amen, of an ecclesia. <laughs> So a prophetic that function, amen, from an escapist mentality, a prophetic that basically function from an escapist mentality, it's not a prophetic, amen, it's something else. All right, and this prophetic, amen, is not one that is foolish, that all right, that that just run, you know, to, to you know to you know to gunshot. You know, well, I'm not afraid. That's foolishness because this prophetic operates in wisdom. There's understanding, there's counsel. This prophetic, amen, is armed with the sevenfold nature of Christ, amen. This prophetic, amen, lives with Christ, walk with Christ among the candlelights. This prophetic, amen, function within the highest quality, amen, of the spirit of, of, of Christ. Are we, are we getting this? Are we understanding some of this point that we're highlighting? It's important. So that we do not short change what we define to be the prophetic, all right? Because somebody is 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 you know screaming and shouting, "Thou see the Lord, thou see the Lord." <laughs> we we've got to understand that the prophetic, amen, represent the spirit of Christ. What do I mean by that? Represent the spirit of Christ, amen, is is the manifestation, amen, of of the character of the Godhead or the character, amen, the character nature, amen, of the, of, of, you know, of God. God is constant in character. God is love. He doesn't wake up tomorrow and is looking for love. Amen. God is holy. He's pure. Hallelujah. Yes. The Bible says the pure in heart will see God. You see, we've got to first of all establish, amen, the nature of the prophetic before we begin to talk about the function of the prophetic. If we're running after a function, after a performance, without, amen, being entrenched in the revelation, the ascended revelation, amen, of Christ, we will miss the intentions of God for our life. You're looking for, amen, somebody declaring, thus said the Lord, thus said the Lord, amen, uh, to, to authenticate, you know, what the prophetic is. I'm telling you, you will be deceived. How many times did you hear Jesus, you know, making statement? This is what is going to come tomorrow. No, his life, his word, everything he, he did while, while, while he was on earth, amen, was to fulfill something that was, that, that, was, that was once said about him. One, secondly, then he spoke about, amen, he, he did things, he, he, he showed a lifestyle, amen. I mean, there was a time Jesus was walking. As he got to the gate of Jerusalem, he began to weep. Oh, what's wrong with you, Jesus? He began to weep for Jerusalem. And suddenly he began to say things. And the things he was saying at that period in time 
sound and look impossible. 70 years later, those things came to pass. 70 years later. So somebody must be tracking. Amen. Yes, you know, that action. Somebody must have documented what Jesus did. Amen. 70 years later, I said, wait, wait, wait a minute. This is what Jesus spoke. This is what Jesus talked about. You see, that's why yesterday we talked about certain prophets are known to be writing prophets. They document, they document them, they put down the heart of God, the mind of God. Amen. Yes. So that when things come to pass, amen, could be 50 years time, they'll say, but oh yeah, the Lord said it. So it's not just about, you know, prophesying. That, that's a given. Any Anyone born of God should be able to speak on behalf of God. That's the definition of prophecy. To be able to speak on behalf of God. But of course, amen, our walk with God, amen, differs in our representat representation, amen. Some of us will speak on behalf of God in 30-fold. Some of us will speak, amen, on behalf of God, amen, in the dimension of 64, beyond average. Some of us are moving towards that, you know, mature realm that when they speak, you hardly hear them say, thou see the Lord, thou see the Lord. But everything that they are saying, their walk, their attitude, their respond, amen, and their, you know, their inability to do certain things are all prophetic. In fact, their inability itself is prophetic. Their, their constraint and restraint, their need and their lack is prophetic. <laughs> you see, some of you, amen, because of the prophetic hand of God in your life, certain things that you are praying must happen. It's not happening. Not because God doesn't want those things to happen. Because there's a prophetic embargo. There's a prophetic hand upon your life. There's, there's an intention of God upon your life. And they say, sorry, it, it's not going to be so. Why is it that all prophets, amen, before they are born, their parents are always barren? Have you noticed that in the scripture? <laughs> If you have to interpret the prophetic based on how people, amen, understand the prophetic today, I'm telling you, you're going to commit suicide because you think the whole world is against you. In fact, you'll be waking up every day depressed. The thing is, you need to understand, amen, the nature of God in your life. You, you know, you, you seem to know things. You seem to understand things. But things are not responding, amen, to your calculation, amen. Yes, you, you've given so much. You've, had, you've, you've put in so much. But it's like very little is coming out of it. That's my own life growing up. Until I realized, wait a minute, these are all part of my prophetic makeup. Sometimes our prophetic makeup, amen, goes the other way. Contradicts what, amen, humans, you know, society, even the church has defined to us, amen, uh, that if you pray, you know, you fast, you do all of these things. And I'm not saying prayer and fasting does not work, but it works, amen, in the context of God's purpose for your life. Because your prayer and fasting will not suddenly make God change his mind. Say, uh, because, uh, you know, I, I, I want to give you three years in this in this situation so you learn the things you need to learn just because you have prayer and fast let me reduce it to one year it doesn't work like that the grace of god hallelujah through your prayer and fasting will be added to you to go through what you need to go through because you need to go through what you need to go through to be able to handle the things that will be coming after you've gone through the things you've gone through you see if you don't have the understanding of how god works how god relates Amen. In the life of individual, the, the, the scripture said, here's, here's what the scripture said about John the Baptist. They said, there's no one born of a woman that is greater than John. He's the greatest of all the prophets, John the Baptist. Greater than Elijah. 
that scripture. I'm, that's what the Bible says. Greater than you know, who, you know, greater than uh, uh, you know, Enoch. Uh, greater than Enos. Greater than who again? Elisha. Greater. Greater than Isaiah. Greater than Jeremiah. John the Baptist. Yeah, the Bible says the least in the kingdom is greater than John. You see, we need to understand the way of God. And the ways of, the ways of God are unique. Meaning that, amen, the way God deals with somebody, the way God is dealing with somebody, amen, is not, listen to this, the way God is dealing with somebody, amen, it's not a definer of how he deals with you. <laughs> God deals with us, amen, uniquely based on his purpose and his calling in our life, for our lives. God deals with individuals. You see, the way God, amen, will, will deal with a prophet, handle a prophet, will be different from the way he will handle another prophet. Why? Because their assignment, amen, define the kind of process, amen, God will take them through amen for them to be able to fulfill or achieve his intention and all of these are reflection of his what of his sovereignty within the sovereignty of god we find the righteousness of god that's why amen the potter cannot say excuse me the clay cannot say to the potter why have you shaped me this way did you have what i just said earlier Hardly you find a prophet, you know, that operated in the scripture that you don't find, at least if they tell us about this, you know, the, 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 the parent, you find them going through, amen, a period, a season of barrenness. Barrenness, amen, is always, in most cases, always, amen, the womb that releases, that, that births, amen, the ministry of a true prophet. But to, amen, to our understanding today, we would dismiss that thing and say, ah, this is the devil. This cannot be God. Every time I take an exam, I fail it. But you've studied, you've skipped, you've studied, you've done everything you can do. Every time it's your turn to, you know, you know, that's just my own life. Growing up, everybody gets it. When is my own turn to get it? Suddenly it's finished. Or they can't find something, you know. There's always an excuse. You know, back in the days, you'd be looking for, you know, a, a, a prophet to pray for your prayer. You know, maybe I need a deliverance. I need a deliverance. I must be speaking to somebody. Maybe I need a deliverance. So I've gone to all kinds of deliver places. I've gone to all kinds of, please pray for me because I don't understand. Only for me to discover, wait, wait a minute, nothing, nothing was wrong with me. It was my path. You, you know, it's like, can you imagine Joseph? going through all the things and went through amen and he's looking for you know somebody to pray for him to to help him to you know to get him out of all of the things he's he's going through because when we're going through something they tell us it's the devil that is after us they tell us it's one demon amen that is after us uh, maybe we we need to go and do uh, some restitution somewhere. No, no. no. If you have, if any man being Christ is a new creation, but that doesn't mean they tell you when you are in Christ, Amen. Every all the crises must cease. Somebody lied to you because that is not that 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 is not consistent with the Bible. 
Oh, when you give your life to Jesus, everything it just goes smooth for you. Somebody lied. Somebody misinterpreted the scripture. If you're reading the same Bible that I'm reading, you will notice that, amen, when people gave their life to Jesus, they were, they were you know, governments, you know, powers looking for the believers to cut the cut of their hair to kill them. But we have a different mindset. I call it a westernized Christianity. Westernized Christianity, African, you know, uh, uh, Christianity mixed with all kinds of things will never help us. That's why, you see, all of these people, you know, the Americans, they have their own prophets. We're packaged, you know, who reflects the American culture. So are the Africans. The church we have built, amen, has, has also built our own image of who a prophet should, you know, should be. Or what a prophet should look like. What a prophet should say. When, when, you know, I always disappoint people. You know, people call me and they're like, I remember several times people have called me. Hey, prophet, hey, prophet, I, you know, I had this dream. And I, I, I just, you know, they won't tell me, uh, please interpret, but I had this dream. So they expect me, well, you're a prophet. So uh, give me the interpretation. So I said, well, okay, I'll, I'll pray along with you. God will give you the interpretation. And they always get disappointed because they're expecting me to immediately begin to give them. And some of them, you know, I try to help them to understand what, what the dream, what I believe the dream. You see, people are spiritually lazy. Most dreams you can interpret them by yourself. If you know the Bible, if you're consistent in reading the Bible, because there are, there are things that you will see. And if you, have, if, you have, if you have gone through what you call a foundational class, men who are giving their life to Jesus, but guess what? They never went through, you know, if you will, you know, spiritual development, what you call a discipleship class. All right? It's from there that certain truth, amen, when, you, when they are teaching you the Bible, that those truths will be embellishing your spirit. So that when you have a dream or you're praying, you know, you hear something or you see something, you are able to give an interpretation. But because most people don't go through all of that. And the church like it so. Now they're looking for the prophet to, pro to prophesy into their life. They're going to all kinds of places. Amen. They said that church is a prophetic church. What's a prophetic church? Because the man is going to give prof you know, prophecy. Uh, 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 prophet, prophesy. And all of those things are spiritual abuse. No wonder people, amen, after they have been so abused, they hate the church, they hate God, they hate themselves, and they want to commit suicide. No. You got it wrong. You need to sit down. Amen. And you know sitting down with the things of God demands discipline. I was telling them when I was growing in the Lord. You know as a young man growing up. When I began because I struggle. You know struggle. Struggle. With so many things. So when I began to understand certain things about God's word. I will stay you know late in the night. You know, you know you're tired. You want to. But I'll put my feet. You know, in cold water, and I'm reading, I'm studying my Bible, I'm praying because I don't want to sleep. You would think I was actually preparing for an examination. Indeed, I was because this is an examination of my life. You know, when I realized that nobody can help me, I don't have a father that will help me, I don't have a mother that will help me, I don't have an uncle that will help me, I don't have friends that will help me. I discovered that my destiny, amen, is in my hand, of course, amen, by connecting to God. So I decided not to be lazy again. 99% of Christians today are lazy. That's why they believe that the prophetic is just to just shut the food in my mouth. 
<laughs> it doesn't work like that. And this is why I'm going through this route to help us to understand that, you see, you have to, you have to be studious. You have to love the things of God. You have to, you have to be committed to the ways of God. Jesus said, I am the way. The way to what? I am the truth. Truth for what? I am the life. And he is the light. <laughs> All of this must become real to you. That way that you are seeking for, you're seeking, you want to have a, a way into, go through Jesus. He said, if you seek me diligently with all your heart, you'll find me. The problem is we want to find treasures on open surface. Just want to kick the ground. Oh, yes, gold. Yes, diamond. Wow. No, you know that if you're looking for gold and diamond, you must be an excavator. You must, amen. You must, you must learn to dig. You must learn to mine. Come on. This thing, amen. Is 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 deep, amen. The, the word of God is is like a well, it's like amen, it's like a ground that you've got to mine, you've got to mine the word of God, you've got to dig God. What are you saying in that scripture? I I don't want to find out what Concord and say. No, I don't want to Google it out. What are you saying? Show me, reveal your heart to me, reveal your mind to me. When God see that kind of consistency. The eyes of your heart will be enlightened. Revelation start pouring into your space. All, right? All of the things that I've been talking about, amen, is just to basically capture what Hebrews 12, 22 says. You have come to Mount Zion. That's a different order of life. And it's from this point that our understanding about the prophetic begins to change. You know? We begin to grow all right Let, let's 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 carry on i think i've um, made enough points in that era i'm gonna quickly go into my my powerpoint for tonight all right yesterday i just left this thing hanging so i guess i need to just remove you okay let's do that i hope you can see this now we're gonna be talking about uh uh the the the, the character and mission of the prophetic spirit remember we're talking about the that if you develop if you develop and grow your prophetic spirit remember i've said it before if if, if you have not listened to uh, our earlier teachings or training or on this uh, topic that we're doing please do because it will give you some kind of understanding and build up all right we've tried to explain what the prophetic spirit is and uh, we're still going to do that, amen, in other uh, uh, session. But it's important that we understand that before we talk about, remember that even if you're called into the prophetic office, you have to, first of all, build, amen, a prophetic spirit. Your, your, your born against spirit by default is prophetic. Amen. Why? Because you're born of God. Amen. God, Bible says, God reveals Himself. He He tells us what to come. The Bible says in 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 in, uh, in the book of John. Amen. Say when the Spirit of Truth comes, He will He will He will lead you. Amen. Into all truth, and He will show you of things to come. Read it. Is there the Holy Spirit? Amen. Is is the definer? Is the one guiding? Is the teacher? Is the professor? Amen. Of anything leading to the prophetic amen in fact everything leading to ministry the holy spirit is our teacher 
and the, the, the Holy Spirit teaches us what, amen, Christ represents, what Christ reveals, amen. He said, he will take of me and reveal it to you. He will not speak of himself. The Holy Spirit, amen, is the testimony, hallelujah, of the Spirit of Christ, which is prophecy. Hallelujah. When he, the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you, he will lead you into all truth. Yes, the Spirit of Christ, amen, the testimony of Jesus is the Spirit of prophecy. The Spirit of prophecy, amen, is the minister of the Holy Spirit. Come on. And the, Jesus has given us the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives in us. If the Holy Spirit lives in us and we grow in the Spirit, we develop our relationship, amen, with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit now begins to amplify. The Holy Spirit begins to develop. The Holy Spirit begins to mature, amen, us in or within our prophetic, amen, calling or our prophetic in our, our, our nature. Listen to this. When you grow, when you develop enough muscle in your prophetic spirit, you will almost begin to walk in the prophetic office. There are people who are called into a prophetic office but have not developed a prophetic spirit. So therefore, they are immature. The immature prophets. They are very zealous. They say things they are not supposed to say. They proclaim things they are not supposed to proclaim. They declare things that God may be saying but God has not permitted them to say it. You see, you, 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 can be, you can be you can be called into a pastoral office but you have not developed amen, the spirit of a shepherd. Simple. Example is Moses. Moses knew he was called <laughs> but he had not developed that shepherd that shepherd heart. And so he took law into his own hand. They said no you're not ready. So they gave him another 40 years. By the time he learned, amen, to shepherd sheep, he was ready to shepherd the people of God. I'm sure that, that's a good, you know, analogy. Is it? That, the same way it goes with, amen, other ministry gifts. I told you that Paul, Apostle Paul, amen, one of the most renowned prophets we have in the Bible, but you will never find a place where Paul called himself a prophet. He referred to himself as an apostle. But, Many of the things, if not all of the things that Paul did, amen, were all prophetic by nature. Why? Because Paul, amen, developed, amen, allow his spirit, amen, to grow within the nature of Christ. If you begin to grow in the nature of Christ, in the, in the love of Christ, amen, in the faith of Christ, in the ways of Christ, you begin to develop, amen, in the light of Christ, you will naturally, amen, walk it's so natural for you to you know be prayer and suddenly you bust into tongues you bust into amen, interpretation you bust into prophecy it's so natural i could remember you know as a young person growing up amen, among you know friends we're just praying we're just holding hands praying and suddenly this is what the spirit of the lord is saying i don't even know when i begin i just begin to say until people now begin to realize, wait a minute, the hand of the Lord is upon this man. This this man, amen. I mean, those who have read the scripture suddenly will begin to say, but this is that. We can see a prophetic spirit in the life of this man. Because, you know, your 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 prophetic nature begins to do things prophetically. Amen. Your your spirit, amen, begins to, you know, your, your we all grow up. We, you know, people can grow up together in a particular environment, but their spirit now begins to emphasize certain aspects of, you know, uh, uh, ministry gift. 
there are certain i know certain friends that they just have they just have a love for people genuine love for people they're the one will they will they will call you they will look for you you know if they've not seen you even if you fight them you understand you are the one you they will give you a call how are you doing bro i just i'm just checking on you you know they have that you know shepherd's heart and everybody will see it this is, this is a shepherd so by the time you start a church, people want to come there because they already see your heart. They know you. You're not starting a church because you want a shepherd. You're already a shepherd before you have a church. <laughs> are, you, are you getting it? You, you, you know, you, you don't need to be called into, you know, the office of a, of a psalmist as a priest. If your priesthood, amen, yes, is, 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 is to, you know, minister to God in song, it will flow. You will be doing it, amen, while you're in the bathroom. <laughs> You'll be doing it. You'll be singing all to God all by yourself. In the, you don't need a crowd, hallelujah, to, you know, to begin to sing a different song unto God, a new song unto God. No, you will be doing it. You'll be you would have been practicing that thing in the bathroom. Why are you in the toilet? Hallelujah. You would have been prophesying. Amen. I could remember sometimes I look at myself in the mirror and I'm giving prophetic word to myself. I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I'm speaking words. I'm speaking words over my life. Come on. It, it flows naturally. It, it, it's a natural thing. It, it, so the day they call you, you know, I could remember the day, you know, uh, uh, somebody God told me when I was in Bible school. It's a testimony God to man as in Bible school. You're not going to allow this man that was Archbishop Benson Idaosa because I went to his Bible school. For those who know him, Archbishop Benson Idaosa, I went to All Nation for Christ. You know? And I mean, it it will have been so wonderful and a, if you will a, a glorious thing for this man to you know you know to 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 commission me into ministry because I was one of the exceptional you know a, 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 you know a student. You know, so we we had the opportunity, all right, to walk, you know, on that Church of God mission, you know, to be given a church and all of that, to stay back in Benin and do all of that. And I could remember, amen, the Lord has been speaking to me. And the day before, all right, my, you know, my, uh, uh, um, the, the, the final exam and all of that, and we're supposed to be doing our graduation because at the end of the day, he's the one that gives you all of that and all of that. And they, you know, they just say, you, 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 you've been chosen. And he, he prays for you. He, he actually lay hands on you. You must see the way people are longing for that. I could remember the night before the Lord told me, don't let him lay hands on you. Because I have something special in stock for you. I'm like, God, okay. And I'm, af I'm afraid because how, how, do I, how do I stop him? I mean, you just take your whatever and you walk and you shake his hand and he, he prays for you and all of that. And I'm like, God, how am I going to do that? This is the almighty Archbishop Benson in Daosa. How am I going to do that, God? You've got to help me out. So I was sweating, friend. My hours. <laughs> I could remember the day like yesterday. I was sweating. God, no. Don't do this to me. He says, as if I'm the one to stop him from laying hands on me. I mean, Archbishop wants to lay hands on you and you said no. <laughs> you, who, who, who born you? <laughs> well, you may not understand what I'm talking about. Well, well, I'm talking about the Archbishop Benson Idahosa himself. Not just any kind of a person. And, you know, on that day, something just happened. You know, everybody was in, you know, in that euphoria. They called my name and 
I don't know what happened. Just while I was walking towards him, I'm not sure if somebody shouted, you know, Archbishop, because they like to hail him, you know, as he turned like this. I just walked past him. You know, he, li he, he likes that. You know, he's trying to look. He's trying to. He, he, I just, I just, boldness. I didn't even wait. I just walked past him. And that was it. And the Lord said to me, the person that will ordain you into your prophetic ministry will come from United Kingdom. I don't know the person. And that was when, you know, uh, years later, you know, uh, uh, a brother from UK who was in ministry with, you know, uh, uh, Noah Woodruff was moving back to Nigeria, you know, a lawyer who runs a ministry, Polo Gedengbe. I didn't know it was the one. I never, but the Lord told me the person will come from UK. So he was having a program. Of course, he had moved to Nigeria, but he was having a program somewhere, you know, and some of our members attended the program. They said, you, you need to listen to this man. This man speaks like you. The things you've been talking about, this man says the same thing. You need to come. You so I said, okay, we'll, we'll go, we'll go. So I think, I'm, I'm not sure if it was Friday, we went as I sat down. This man was preaching. God, the Lord said to me, That's the man I, I told you about. This is the man to ordain you into ministry, into your prophetic ministry. I've been in ministry for years. God said, This is the man that will ordain you into your prophetic ministry. I said, Okay, Lord, I hear you. And the rest was history because he did. My point is, you see, who you are when God calls you, you like Jeremiah the Bible says from your mother's womb I have ordained you I've called and ordained you so you see that physical thing of ordination is just you know an affirmation the ordination itself has taken place the physical one amen the one that somebody did was just amen to affirm before men to confirm who you already are that's why I said, amen, who you are, you already know it. You'll be knowing it, amen, via the directions of your life, the things that, you you know, your heart is yearning after. You, your heart pulsate after certain things. You're running, you're pursuing certain things, you know. But all of this, like I said yesterday, begin from a place of devotion to God. You see, the word devotion means separated unto God. You, when something is devoted unto God, that thing cannot be touched by some, some, something else. God begins to define your life. It's in, the, in your place of devotion, like I said yesterday. It's in your place because your devotion is expressed through your priesthood. You don't need a calling to be a priest. You know that whenever you wake up in the morning, amen, you, you, you build your altar, you offer to God, amen, a sweet smelling savour. Hallelujah. Yes. It's, it's incense and fire. Amen. Yes. The fire must not go up from the altar. You're not seeking for an office. You just want to love God. You just want to do his bidding. Amen. It's from that place that they will be building you up, that they will be preparing you, that they will be training you. It's from there that your voice, amen. The Bible says, and the boy Eli, amen. He was wearing an effort. Wearing an effort means, amen, he was, he was, he was called, he was positioned into a priestly office. Amen. It's in that priestly office that, amen, yes, his ministry as a prophet begin to show up. He was first a priest before he was, he was called to be a prophet. In his, in his, in his priestly effort, God, God's voice came to him. <laughs> if you don't have a priestly effort, amen, you don't have a calling yet. 
That's why if you lose your priesthood, you've lost, you've, you've lost your ministry. All you have is a gift. <laughs> I hope you understand your gift is not your ministry. Your gift, amen, is to enhance a ministry. So if you make the gift your ministry, you've missed God. Some people, amen, they, they worship the gift more than the giver. <laughs> they thought Jesus was about the gift. The whole crowd gathered in the morning, amen, just as he was coming down from the mountain, went to talk to his father. They said the whole, they, they said the, the, whole, the whole town is waiting for you. Jesus said, no, not for them today. Let's go to the other side. Who does that? Let's go to the other side. Let's go to the other village. The whole people are waiting for you. He left them. Do you Have you read that in the Bible? Because it's in the place of your devotion. They'll be telling you what your ministry is. And who to minister to. When to minister. As we enter into this new day. We have to understand that there's a redefinition of ministry. The ministry that will stand boldly before men in this last day that will speak the heart of God will be a ministry that has a perpetual standing before Elion. Will be men and women who have a standing like a pillar before God in the house of God. A people whose head, amen, reaches to the heavens and whose feet, amen, are well established and firm in the earth. We will not separate the two. In time past, men have separated the two. Our priest, our priestly ministry is established. Rather, our ministry is established by our priestly ministry. You have come to Mount Zion. I've not even touched the things that is before us. Look for. See, there's a, there's a steering. There's a steering regarding Hebrews 12. You have come to Mount Zion. That Mount Zion is not a physical place. It's a dimension of a realm. Amen. In the life of men who represent the things of God on earth. You have come to Mount Zion. Amen. To the city of the living God. You have come to the heavenly Jerusalem. To the church of the firstborn. You know the church of the firstborn. Amen. I offer unto God. Bible says every 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 firstborn every animal that comes first out of the womb belongs to God <laughs> belongs to him so if we say we are the firstborn the firstborn is a reflection of the third day church the firstborn church you cannot talk about sonship, amen, if you do not understand the ministry and the priesthood, amen, of the firstborn. The firstborn are offered unto God. It's from there that we function, amen. The firstborn is, is, the, is the authority of the last day church. I'm not going to talk about that tonight, but I'm just bringing perspective to our space. That's what the Bible says. 
The firstborn church is a church that reflects all of the image of Christ. It's a church that have, amen, that, that pursue and that have, amen, the, the image of Christ. It's a church that is reflecting the ascended life of Christ. It's not a church, amen, that is dealing with, you know, with, with you know, with the issues of our assignment from you know, at uh, uh, the first day earthly ministry of Jesus is a church that is functioning, amen, from, if you will, the ascended realm. It's that, it's, it's, it's that kind of a church we saw birth manifest in, the, in what is called the Antioch church. The Antioch church, amen, is, is a reflection. It, 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 it typifies, amen, the firstborn church. That's where th- those people are mature people. The Bible says they were prophets and teachers, in the church you ask where are the prophets amen excuse me where are the apostles where are the other fivefold ministry no they already been established but the prophetic amen and the minister of the teacher amen were complementing themselves as they define the advancement of this church we spoke about that when we, we talk about the architecture of the church it is important that we understand this concept because if we don't, we will replicate the old order of what is known as the prophetic ministry. The prophetic ministry, amen, as it is known, died, hallelujah, yes, in John. And from John, a new order of a prophetic voice, a new order of a prophetic office, amen, was ushered into the earth. And it's from there that we can begin to function, amen. This prophetic ministry must function from the order of the kingdom the list in the kingdom is greater than john the list in the kingdom is greater than john john a man is a reflection of an entire order amen of a ministry that began from genesis amen till the till the end of malachi John, amen, defines that whole house just like Moses was faithful in the house of God. But when they compare the faithfulness of Moses with that of Christ, they say Jesus has, amen, was found to be more faithful. We have to understand this thing so that we don't, amen, begin to look at the prophetic ministry from the same old order, from the same old mindset, from the same old, amen, expression. People today who call themselves prophetic, you know, all of these are, are no better than glorified Sangomas. They are no better than glorified Sangomas. They are no better than, amen, glorified abelists. They are no better than, amen, palm readers. People are using all kinds of, you know, spirits to operate and they tell you it's prophetic. And just because they, they give you a prophetic word, just because what they said come to pass. You see, what people say coming to pass does not define the authenticity. What we are looking for is the fruit of Christ. By their fruit, you will know them. Not by the manifestation of what they said. That's why, amen, the Bible says, if the day are not shutting, even the elect will be deceived. Why? Because we'll be sampling things. <laughs> Like Joshua will be sampling things. The Gibeonites, the brother, they say, see, 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 see. Joshua say, ah, you guys are right. No. The Bible says, and they did not inquire of the Lord. You will be sampling things. 
because everybody believes it because everybody accepts it because everybody follows that pattern of thought follows that theology you also be sampling it and you find yourself amen missing the will of god missing the counsel of god because you do not have amen the spirit of christ or you have the spirit of christ you have not matured you are not growing the spirit of christ to be able to authenticate amen what is right from wrong bible says through the use of their senses you can develop amen your sense you can develop your muscle memory just like we develop muscle memory in the natural things we can develop our spiritual muscle memory samuel heard the voice of god but he had not developed the experience of knowing the voice of god you can hear the fact that you heard does not mean that you know and that's why yesterday we spoke about amen yes the eyes of your heart we spoke about that yesterday you still remember yes Luke chapter Luke chapter Luke chapter uh, uh, 6 verse 22 it says the eye is the lamp of the body what does the lamp does the lamp gives light it gives direction I'm confused I don't know what's going on in my life I don't know what's going on in my marriage. I don't know what's going on in my home. I don't know what's going on in my finance. Why are you confused? Because, amen, your light has been compromised. And your light, they say, is your eye. Not this physical eye. The eyes of your heart. The eyes of your spirit, man. The eye is the lamp of the body. We know that we use light, eye, to see things. How many times have we, saw, have we looked at things? We're looking at things and we've seen things. And then we conclude... Is that not what we do? Many people, like I said yesterday, many people that will be watching me, amen, will be watching me, but they will be concluding, amen. And why would they be concluding? Because they do not, amen, inquire of the Lord. They are not seeking. Is what this man is saying, is it right? Is it true? Because if you don't have the word of God, amen, as a reference, and it's not enough to have the word, you've got to have the spirit of Christ, amen, to understand the accuracy, amen, of interpretation, or else you will be making a mistake by presuming by making a wrong conclusion that's why people argue oh no no they will argue with you why, why are you arguing you're arguing because amen you believe that what you know is the right thing but what you believe does not mean is right what you believe must align must must relate amen must define what god says and what God says must be known out of the mouth of two or three. Not because it's written, but, but, but it's written in the Bible. Not everything that is written in the Bible, amen, reflects, amen, the mind of God. Things are written in the Bible sometimes to correct us, to tell us not to do those things. So you can't say, well, it's in the Bible. No, 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 no. Uh, that is where doctrine comes in because doctrine helps us to understand amen yes the parameters of biblical interpretation that's why you cannot talk about the prophetic if you don't have a strong doctrinal base doctrine is not just learning theology doctrine amen is consistent to the nature of god to the character of god amen to the ways of god doctrine defines to us how the things of god works how the things of god amen ought to be understood how the things of God, amen, ought to be, amen, clear to us. That's what, that's the essence of doctrine. Somebody said, no, no, don't teach me. I don't want to hear doctrine because there are all kinds of doctrine. No, uh, there, yes, there are all kinds of doctrine, but there's a doctrine of Christ. There's a doctrine of truth. And you've got to know how truth works or else somebody will use the truth to lie to you. Somebody will use, amen, what sound good, what seem right, amen, to deceive you. 
The reason why we should have doctrine is so that we are not deceived. Because doctrine will show you the in and out. Doctrine will show you the back end. This is what God means here. This is what God is saying. That is not what God is saying there. Well, in the name of spirituality, well, everything is just right. You, you miss God. Because the fact that something is spiritual does not mean that it's correct. Spirituality is a state of a life. It's a place, amen, where we live, where we should operate from. And if what guides our spirituality is not in alignment with the counsels of God, with the will of God, with the sevenfold nature of God, amen, we will be finding ourselves falling into amen familiar spirit all kinds of spirit and we'll be saying i mean how many churches are operating in familiar spirit operating from all kinds of you know satanic demonic spirit but we don't know because well hallelujah ah there's fire in that church ah the mahush, they they can pray there <laughs> it's not our prayer amen that are aligning to the will of god the counsels of god do you know that satan is also pray everybody prays come on what's your problem <laughs> or else they wouldn't have Jesus would not have taken time to teach you know I always tell people the Bible says that after Jesus resurrected have you noticed that when Jesus resurrected he never performed a miracle he didn't walk on water he didn't feed you know any person no the Bible says he was teaching his disciples in fact he had he, he was done with focusing on other people he focused on his disciple for 40 days he was teaching them about matters of the kingdom because jesus knew that after he leaves amen, they will need to deal with kingdoms so he was establishing them on the principles of the kingdom not on the principles of the church the church like we said the ecclesia ought to be reflecting matters of the kingdom in the marketplace. I hope somebody's getting what we're talking about. Let's 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 read this. Let's let's quickly read this. Uh, um, character missions of the prophetic spirit. Luke chapter 4. Oh Jesus. You see this this is a very very interesting wide subject but we want to make it as simple as possible amen so that we all can enjoy and enjoy this ministry and love this ministry at the best understand it amen and if we are passionate a lot enough if we're seeking we will find let's read uh, um luke chapter 4 Luke chapter 4 verse 16. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Supposed to open to Luke chapter 4. I was opening to Luke chapter 6. All right, Luke chapter 4 verse 16. Let's read. The Spirit, uh, uh, let's take it from verse 16. He went to, to Nazareth, amen. He went to Nazareth where he had been brought up, amen. And on the Sabbath, and on the Sabbath day, he went into the synagogue as his custom. He stood up to read, amen, prophetic writings, prophetic writings. Remember, yesterday I spoke about that, prophetic writings. He stood up to read, amen, 
and the scroll of the I stood up to read amen and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him given to him unrolling it he found the place where it is written the spirit of the Lord the spirit of the Lord is upon me remember this is before amen the release of the spirit of God so back in the day Jesus lived and operated amen under the old covenant and that's why the people did not agree with him because everything was doing amen was was challenging amen the, the the entire system that has been given to them that they've been operating for the past 400 years i mean jesus was doing things and to even make matter worse you know one day john was baptizing people you know uh, baptizing and here comes christ coming he said behold the lamb that takes away the sin of the whole world i mean that was suicidal I mean, that was literally suicidal. I mean, you, you basically made a statement that challenged the entire religious system that had been in operation for, for about 400 years. In other words, Pharisee, all those things you guys are doing must stop. This is the Lamb of God. This is the acceptable amen, Lamb of God that takes away the sin of man. It was just uncalled for, you know, un, unbelievable. So Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. All right. Remember that when Jesus finally left, amen, Jesus said, the spirit of God will come. And of course, that spirit now will indwell us. But under the old covenant, amen, yes, the spirit of God comes upon us. And that doesn't mean that the spirit of God, amen, just does what he wants to do. Amen. He still needs our, you know, commitment, our, uh, you know, submission, our agreement, amen, with the things. Yes, there are people that the spirit of God just use them to do whatever. Uh, but in most cases, they, they had to, they, there ought to be an agreement. And there was an agreement, amen. Say so the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me. So now we understand the context, amen, of that spirit coming upon him it was to set him apart for something when the spirit of god comes upon you just like the oil is poured upon you amen you you become you become sacred you become de devotion you know you become a de devoted person amen you are separated and no one takes this honor upon himself except he that is called the calling requires amen your separation and the separation requires an anointing that's the purpose of the anointing to separate you amen the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. Now, this anointing, amen, is to do something. Is to proclaim the goodness to the poor, number one, amen. He has sent me to proclaim freedom to the prisoner, two, amen. The recovery of sight for the blind, that's three, amen. To set the oppressed free, four, amen. To proclaim the year of liberty, five, five powerful amen manifestation of the character of the prophetic spirit the spirit of god is known amen the prophetic is known as a release of the spirit in the last day i will pour out my spirit so god has already released has poured his spirit out upon us so the character the manifestation of this outpour amen most time is prophetic by nature and this prophetic that we're that we're dealing with amen is characterized in this manifestation of christ being separated amen for for a mandate for a mission amen the spirit of the lord is upon me that spirit is a spirit of prophecy 
because he has anointed me so you're anointed the prophetic anoints us to do these things amen remember the testimony of christ is the spirit of prophecy so this spirit that was released on christ amen is also the spirit of prophecy and this spirit of prophecy allow you to function in this dimension we're talking about the character or mission so whenever you see somebody functioning in the prophetic or you know manifesting the office of a prophet you should be looking out for these things amen one amen to proclaim the good news not just to anyone but basically to the poor to proclaim the good news to the poor to those who are testing who are yearning amen for you know for truth amen yes he has sent me to proclaim freedom to those in prison spiritual you know uh, uh, imprisonment whatever you know imprisonment that people find themselves it is one of the nature of the of the prophetic spirit amen to to see to their freedom that's why amen you will always notice that prophets amen are people of justice and righteousness anything that reflects injustice that's me anything that reflects injustice my spirit just go you know <laughs> I mean, I've done all kinds of things. I mean, and this is something that, you know, had been in me even before I gave my life to Jesus. I hate injustice. It's part of, amen, the, 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 charac the, the character or the objective, if you will, of a prophetic spirit. The set, amen, to proclaim freedom, amen, to prisoners. So anywhere there is imprisonment, you know, no matter how you want to look at it, the, 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 because that's the nature of God. God is a God of justice. He's a God of righteousness. But a, in fact, the Bible says, amen, uh, uh, justice and righteousness are the foundation of his what? Of his throne. And then, amen, a recovery of sight, wherever there's ignorance, amen, the prophetic challenges it. Wherever there is what? Ignorance, the prophetic Amen. Just goes, you know. No, 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 no. <laughs> so wherever, amen, uh, people are, are, are tend to be kept in darkness, in the name of the prophetic. No, you can't know these things. Ah, these things are deep things. Ah, no, no. It's not of God because the prophetic wants to reveal, wants to show. Amen. The seal has been broken. Amen. We know that there are there are two dimensions of mystery: the mystery of the kingdom of God, the mystery of godliness. Amen. And of course, the mystery of the man of sin. Yes. But guess what? The, the mystery of the things of God, amen, has been, has, been, has, been, has been given to us. The Bible says, unto you is given to know. Hallelujah. The mysteries of the kingdom of God. Those are without, yes, they're in parables. But if you are in Christ, if you are, amen, walking in the knowledge of the things of God, you are seeking to, to, to glorify God, to honor God with your life. You are pursuing, amen, a life of devotion. Guess what? God will tell you things. The secret of God is with them who fear him. He has sent me to proclaim freedom to the, to, to, you know, freedom to prisoners and the recovery, the recovery. In other words, they've lost it. That's why those who are connecting with our channel, connecting with our platform, amen, we, 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 we seek to give them insight, knowledge, understanding about God and the things of God, irrespective of what people think or feel about it. 
we say it the way amen it is yesterday i made a statement that i, I felt was very very you know profound amen that amen the the bishop's office hallelujah it's not above amen any of the fivefold ministry particularly that of the prophet amen the bishop office basically he you know is an administrative office and in fact the bible says whoever desires so you can desire you can i can wake up one morning now in my desire and say well i desire to, an office of a bishop and I decide to start calling myself a bishop or based on what I'm doing, people start calling me a bishop. That doesn't give me some extra grace or capacity or power, amen, you know, above the apostolic, amen, first the apostle, secondary, amen, the prophets. Hallelujah. No man take this honor upon himself. That is, that's a profound, amen, position that we need to amplify as the Lord continue to restore the church back to amen, a rightful place. One of the things God is doing in this season in time, amen, God is touching the wineskin, the structure, amen, of the church. God is realigning, amen, how we see the church, how we understand the church, amen. Yes. So all those issues of titles and mismatch and you know a, a, a wrong a wrong amplification of, of 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 titles and offices must stop. Hallelujah. Yes. We want to see people operate. Hallelujah. In the in the true office of their calling and in the true grace of those offices and not borrow a pattern from the Catholic Church, import it into what we call the apostolic, and suddenly we say, well, that's how it is. That's not how it is. Amen. The, 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 the bishop, amen, is as good as a deacon. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I, I mean, I just felt I needed to just, you know, you know, express that again. So let, let's read on. All right, the spirit of the Lord is upon. Is, is, the spirit of the Lord is on because He has anointed me to preach. Amen. The good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom. Amen. To prisoners, the recovery of sight to the blind. As 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 a prophetic people, amen. As people called into the prophetic office, these are the things we should be doing. Zeal for the gospel of the kingdom. Proclaiming the good news to the poor. Amen. Proclaiming freedom. Not just to individual, but even to realms. That's why we are interested in anywhere. Anywhere that is injustice. Anywhere, amen, that is imprisonment. Anywhere that is war. War is a reflection of injustice. We should go there, amen. Yes. Both in, in our position of, you know, of, of, of uh, provision. Our position of, you know, our... our you know, church in terms of, you know, intercession, whatever we can do or go there, amen, to proclaim, we should proclaim the justice system of God there, amen. Not necessarily taking a side, but we should proclaim the justice system of God. And I'm not saying we shouldn't take a side. I mean, it would be wrong for us to take a side of the devil in the name of, well, I don't want people. No, no, no. You take the side of truth. That that's why we need to have a prophetic understanding to know where God is regarding issues. Issues that looks complex. We must know where God is. So we can stand on the Lord's side. Amen. We shouldn't be standing on the side of men. Many of the things panning out, happening in our day, are part of the things that the scripture has talked about that will be happening in the in the end time, in the last days. 
So we must be very careful, amen, not to allow the enemy, the spirit of the age, to rope us into issues, amen, that are playing out based on prophetic program. That's why we must always understand that we are not of this world. So when we are judging, we should be judging, amen, in righteousness. Our justice system must not be designed by, amen, the falling carnal, amen, democratic mindset. There are Christians who are operating by democratic mindset. And they say, we're their kingdom. How can you be kingdom, but you're operating in a democratic, because democracy itself has its own agenda. And those who are, you know, who are, who are playing the cards of democracy, they know what they're doing. Look, look at the game America is playing, even in this battle with Ukraine and Russia. If you really want to help the Ukrainians, amen, you know, give them jet. Well, you can't give them jet, amen. Poland said, uh, we will give you our jet that our men can, you know, can, you know, uh, uh, can fly properly, all right? But we just need you to, you know, to back us up. We just need, you know, NATO to back us up. And then, of course, we also need you, amen, to assist us. We can't give all the jet and then we, we don't have anything. So, America, if you claim you want to assist, yes, something on ground. Suddenly, they say, well, we don't agree to it. Who's playing who? That's injustice. You see, when you have a, 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 a situation where everybody should be working as a team, but one wants to prove that well, we are the best and we are the head. That's why, listen to this, if you're not careful, Putin will win the battle. He may not win the war, but he will win the battle. Or win the battle, will lose the war, whichever one. You understand? Yes. Where there is division, you cannot win. Yes. It's an implosion. And these are all part of the things that we are seeing happening in the days of the end. The days of the end is a reflection of the coming to an end of the system of man. So if you're supporting human system that is blind in the name of democracy, you may find yourself also falling with them. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. A recovery of sight to the blind. To set the oppressed free. Jesus wasn't just proclaiming this as a nice message you know, of the Beatitudes. No. They were powerful embedded spiritual codes that defined our spirit man. As he is, the Bible says, so we are. So if this is what motivated, if, I, if these are the things that motivated Christ, amen, then they should be the garment that we wear. Setting the oppressed free, proclaiming the year of the lost liberty, bringing jubilee to a place where slavery, amen, has been declared. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right. I, I should be rounding up. I should be rounding up now. And of course, this, this is the complementary uh, uh, scripture that goes with, you know, Luke chapter 4, the Spirit of the Lord. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter Isaiah chapter 11. Now, what are we what are we talking about? We're talking about, amen, the, the, the character, the characteristics right, of a prophetic spirit. Remember what I said, a prophetic spirit will always grow. If you continue to grow and develop in the, your prophetic spirit, Amen. If God has called you into a prophetic office, that spirit will mature into a prophetic office. But guess what? If you are not called into a prophetic office, amen, you can still have this prophetic spirit and function as an as 
you know, as a prophetic apostle, as an apostle. Remember, Jesus, the, the, the Bible says, the, because he has sent me. A sent one is, is apostolos, all right? So, uh, you can be sent within a man. That sent, you function as a prophet. You can be sent and function as as an apostle. You can be sent and function as what? As a pastor. You can be sent and function as an evangelist. You can be sent and function as a teacher. So, the, the word being sent, amen, is not limited to just the apostolic. Because that's what we do most times. So, well, the apostle is a sent one. No, all the fivefold ascended ministry are all sent. They are all sent people. But whatever God has ordained for our life, remember, he's the one that who gives us gift. The Bible says when he ascended on high, he gave gift unto men. The gift, amen, is the ability to function within, amen, the service that he has called us or within the objective that he has assigned us. All right? In Isaiah chapter 11, he said, shoot, this is also a pattern, all right, that tells us how the spirit of God, how the, calls, the callings of God and the spirit of God operates in the life of a person. The shoot will come out from the stem of Jesse. I'm not going to go into all of the interpretation. From his roots, amen, a branch, if you notice this, that we're talking about a dimension of a, a generation, all right, from his root, a, from his root, a branch, amen, will bear fruit. So there are many roots. You can see that the word root there is plural. From his roots, a branch, one branch, will bear fruit. And that fruit, amen, will manifest the sevenfold character of God, amen. And this is what we expect to see because it's from this point that, in fact, Jesus, amen, was emphasizing on Luke chapter 4, all right? The Spirit of the Lord, remember, if you notice, I, I used a, a, a different, you know, a color, you know, to just highlight the Spirit of the Lord. That word, Spirit of the Lord, is talking about the sovereignty of God. When you begin to understand the prophetic, you begin to understand the sovereign nature of God. The spirit of the Lord, the Lordship of Christ reflects his, his sovereign rule. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding. And you will notice how they were paired. Wisdom and understanding. Amen. The spirit of counsel and power or might. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of God. Yes. Too much knowledge without being regulated, amen, by the reverential fear of God will make us, you know, puff up, will make us, you know, become demigods. They regulate us by, amen, by the fear of the Lord. If we are given revelation, if we're given, particularly if, if our revelation, amen, is, is, is one of those that teaches people because, I mean, these things can be very crazy sometimes. You just see people <laughs> do all kinds of things in the name of, well, I know it all. So, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of God. The fear of God is a powerful regulatory spirit. When, the, when you walk in the fear of God, I'm telling you, you will walk in, in the power of the age to come. But you can have revelation, you can have all of this. Thing. If the fear of the Lord is not there, I'm telling you, you will abuse God. You will abuse the things of God. You will abuse the gift of God. You will abuse the bride of Christ. And that's what we see. A lot of people today who have abused the prophetic. Oh my word, there is so much. I mean, I can't even begin to, you know, you know talk on the abuse of the prophetic giftings. We've seen all kinds of crazy things people are doing in the name of the prophetic. Lies and manipulation, deception, all in the name of the prophetic. No. The Bible talks about, amen, one should prophesy, two should judge. So we can't even judge. 
And we have the liberty to judge because God has given us his word. The word of God is the highest, def, you know, definer, hallelujah, of God's truth, of God's will and purpose in our life. And is the highest level, amen, of judging the things of God. Amen. There is no revelation that can be higher than amen, the word of God. The word of God is our habitat, is, is what balances, is what defines to us what is right from what is wrong, even in the way we operate. You can't say, well, this is how the Lord is leading me. You can't hit somebody in the tummy and you say, well, this is <laughs> this is how the Lord is leading me to heal the person. You, you can't strip a woman naked in the name of the prophetic. Amen. You can't do all those crazy things. You can't you can't take people's money, you know, take all their salary, take everything in the name of the prophetic. Well, the, no, 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 no. That 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 is amen, unbiblical. That is extra biblical, you know, uh, 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 things. There are all kinds of things people are doing. All right. In the name of, uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm being led by the spirit. No. It doesn't work like that. The spirit, amen, of the prophet is subject to the prophet. What does that mean? That means that the spirit of the prophet must be subject, amen, to the reg to the regulatory uh, uh, concept or nature, amen, of the fruit of the spirit, amen. Yes. How do we know if the thing is not edifying, it's not prophetic? If if it's taking the peace of the people away, if it's not bringing them to a place of rest and tr and trust in God, if it's if that thing is causing them to be afraid and to look to man, it's not of God. It's not of God. These things can be judged. All right. If you're tr seeking to manipulate people by using a gift. Or you yourself, amen, you're using your, your, your office, your influence, or your resource to try to manipulate the man of God. That is not prophetic. So it's not, it's not one way. There are people also using, trying to use their gift to manipulate, amen. Yes, the, you know, the man of God to succumb, amen, to, to them. Now that is the other side, amen, of the prophetic, which is witchcraft, amen. That is the Jezebel spirit. Yes, the man of God also can use it, all right? But you also can use it as a congregation because you know that there's a need in the house. The man of God has a need, all right? And uh, we want to put the man under our pocket, amen? So we will use our resource. We will use our position. In fact, in the church that, you know, is done, you know, they're they are regulated by numbers, you know, and board, all right? If the man of God does not succumb to what we want, he's not going to get that thing. That is witchcraft, and there are many people operating in witchcraft in the name of the prophetic. As, as we see them here in Africa, so we see them amen, in Europe, in, 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 uh, uh, in the West, particularly in America. Many of the so-called prophets in America are all amen, stage managed you know, prophets. And that's why today you hear of them. You see them after a while. They're no more. You don't hear of them again. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed those trend? They come out ooh, after two, few, three, four, five, six years. Shh, they disappear. There's no consistency. See, the things of God, amen, works in the power and the spirit of consistency because you're following Christ. It's not about the gift. It's about the priesthood that follows the gift. I'll round up here. Amen. We can continue. We can continue. There's a lot to still talk about. But let's call it a day. Amen. Yeah. Finding the core of the prophetic spirit within the character life of a redeemed spirit. So that's that's going to be the next thing that we're going to be dealing with when we meet again. 
speaking to our students, all right? We're going to be dealing with finding the core of the of the prophetic spirit. What are the core of the prophetic spirit? Hmm? Yeah, so we're going to be dealing with that. We're heading somewhere, all right? Yeah. Thank you very much, everyone, tonight. If you have made it to join us, if you're watching, and those who are also watching incognito, wherever you're watching from, God bless you all. Really, 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 really do appreciate this time that the Lord, amen, has allowed us to, you know, share on this important principle. There are powerful principles that we've looked at tonight. I believe God, amen, to continue to help us to grow, to develop, to mature, amen, in the things of God. So many things we have dealt with, all right? Please go back, listen to them, all right? Get the audio. I always, you know, advise people to get the audio, you know, just... You know, sometimes you can be distra distracted by watching me, watching me. You know, I'm a, I'm a somebody say I'm a drama person. You know, I like to dramatize. I don't know about that, maybe, but yes, you can listen to the audio. At least you will need to see my face. You just hear what the Lord is saying. But I really appreciate everyone that has joined tonight. God bless you all. Thank you, Sister Priscilla. Thank you so very much, and uh, my dear brother. God bless you also for joining. Amen. Uh, 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 Brother Desmond. And I know there are other people also watching from Facebook, from uh, where else again? Yes. Um, YouTube and wherever you are watching from. God bless you. Have yourself a wonderful, blessed evening. That's if you're in South Africa. And if you're in other part of the world, well, thank you for joining. God bless you. Love you all. Have a good night rest. Bye-bye.